this is Karis Ryan and welcome to Teach Me in 20. Each week I'll release a new podcast where I get to speak with awesome people who have something new to teach me that I know nothing about. If, like me, you're naturally curious about everything, this could be the podcast for you. So come along for the ride. It'll only cost you 20 minutes. Hello and welcome to the next episode of Teach Me in 20. Today we're joined by Cameron De Silva. Cam features on the next series of Australian Ninja Warrior. We're going to chat to him all about the life of a ninja, the training, and also what it's like to be on a hit network TV show. Cam, welcome. Thanks for having me. Oh, awesome to have you here. You're my first athlete. I'm so excited. Oh, glad to be the first. <laughs> so, Australian Ninja Warrior, it's coming up on July 8th on Australian TV. Yep. What have we uh, got to look forward to? Oh, look, like season three, there's there's a lot of top people, new new people you haven't heard about. I'm one of them. Yep. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of lot of talent coming up, so um, it'll be exciting. I, I saw your name in it and I'm so excited to see you. You're only 20 years old. Yeah, yeah, I was 19 at the time of, oh, of yeah. filming. So, um, yeah, it's, it's my fir- it was my first real big big show for, for Ninja. So, um, yeah, I'm excited to show people what, how I did. Yeah, absolutely. So talk us through where I believe the auditions are way back. Uh, we're in July now. So auditions were in December, January? No, nah, so filming was December, uh, November. No, when was it? I think, yeah, November. Yep. Um, and then sort of the all the testing filming stage of things was um, was more like, it was probably, I'd say, around September. Okay. Um, so And we didn't find out for, for a while after that um, whether we're actually running. That must be nerve-wracking. Yeah, like sort of, <laughs> they did it differently with me as well. They, they um, so obviously we're all pretty tight here in Perth. So, you know, people are like, oh, have you got the call? Like, oh, I got the email and I'm like, oh, I haven't got it. Oh. And they organised with my girlfriend Nina to sort of ring me while she's filming for a bit of backstory. Right. Um, and I got the call that way. But um, yeah, no, it's, it's good. Fantastic. So that's yes, an Australian competition, obviously. Talk us through like the life of a ninja. In terms of competitions throughout the year, is there a lot going on? Um, you know, is there a, a good enough chance to compete? Yeah, look, there's there's a lot of comps going on. Um, you know, Ninja's taken me everywhere. I've been all over Australia. Been to America early in the year as well, competing at World Championships. There. It's massive over there, uh, isn't it? Oh, it's huge. Like you, so you tell anyone you're a Ninja Warrior, and they go nuts. So, <laughs> like um, kissing your feet. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, um, I think it's a lot more developed over there as a sport as what it is here yet. I think it's still pretty fresh here. Why um, is that? Why do you think it's more developed? Is it been going longer? Or yeah, yeah, you, for okay. sure. So like the American shows on there, they just finished their 11th season now. Wow. Um, so we're only at our third. So we're still babies compared to their sport. Yeah. Um, so it's just, yeah, more developed. How is it different as well? I mean, you've been on both shows compared, yeah. Yeah. How is it different in the American seasons? It's pretty much... Like anything in America, it's just three times bigger than Australia. Okay. Um, Fireworks, fans. Yeah, there's fire, bloody everything (laughs) going on. So, um, yeah, it's – the course is bigger. um, Everything's bigger. Um, Is it harder? uh, I don't know. You sort of take it with how it comes. Like, you know, some things you go, that's a bit – you know, we wouldn't see that in Australia, but – um, some things were like, oh, we'll do that in our sleep sort of thing. So, um, What's an example that you haven't seen here but it's been over there? Um, you know, like things like, oh, 
I can't think of any off the top of my head, but you sort of look at an obstacle that you've seen and it's just a lot bigger. You right. know, the gaps are bigger or something like okay. that. The lache's bigger. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, you know, it's all enlarged and put up on this scale as well as like little things like um, the pools in the Australian show that are under the thing, they're above the ground. Okay. But you go there and they're dug into the ground so you're that much, about two metres higher than what you're what you normally are. I have heard, I think I was speaking to Ben last year and he obviously touched the water in the previous season and that's the, if he was in the American one, that would never have happened. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Yeah. It's always, it's always so much higher. So you feel, you know, I don't have the problem (laughs) of touching my feet in the water. I can't reach anyway, but um, yeah, so for him, it's it's great. Um, But, you know, just little things like making a jump is always feels a lot bigger and more uh, I guess you could say dangerous or risky mm-hmm. when you're that much higher yeah um, off the ground especially when you got one shot with that so speaking of height um Ben's obviously over six foot and you're a little smaller mm. does does height play a, a, a strength or do you find you, you prefer your height I, I like my height how it is um but they touched on this in the show and, and they're going to show it in the show I'm pretty sure okay um with between me and Ben, um, I don't. I don't think that it it makes a difference. Um, there's things that uh, prefer a, a a taller height, and there's stuff that advantages yeah. me being smaller. So I think you know, especially like that thing with Ben touching the water with his feet. I can't do that. Yeah. Um, and you know, little things like he can reach things where I can fit in smaller gaps, sort of thing. So there's there's pros and cons to to both. Yeah. Um, aspects of it, um, but I don't think it plays too much of a difference. That's good. What's probably the most difficult uh, obstacle you've seen that's challenged people? Um, that I've seen? I bet everyone's probably yelling out, the salmon ladder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the warped I'm not actually sure. Um, I saw a lot of stuff in the States that was stuff we haven't seen before that, that looked really cool. Yeah. Um, but... I don't know. I, don't, I can't really think of one. I guess, every, of like head, you said, everyone's like got their own strengths and yeah, correct. So what's one that sort of stumps you? Um, what stumps me is um, you're like nothing. I'm a pro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wish. Um, it's just sort of ticking off the list. Not even one. Like just, I guess as well. The ninja is a full body workout. For anyone who hasn't been, it's it tears you upper body, lower body. It's also jumps, so that plyometric work, the speed, you know, on those steps. Um, how do you train for that as well? It's um, it's definitely difficult. Um, you know, we're lucky here to have a have a facility that sort of accommodates for for ninja obstacles. Um, so it's it's good in that sense, but it's definitely hard. You know grip strength, endurance, stuff like that, cardio, it's it's everything. Um, it's a lot of upper body um, as well as legs really though. Um, you wouldn't get very far without your legs. So, um, yeah, it's sort of you just got to try and train what you can, a lot of climbing, you know, a lot of endurance runs, um, stuff like that. With that as well, they've touched on rock climbers being, I mean, that's an advantage and they're probably the best at ninja that we've seen. Would you sort of agree with that? Not really. Okay. Not really. <laughs> yeah, I know that um, shit. <laughs> you know, a lot of people, you sort of watch the show, they're like, oh, you know, the rock climbers are 
are going to win. Or, yeah, they kept or, harping on about it. Or, you know, the parkour dudes are, are unstoppable and it's like, yeah, but they they specify in one aspect of ninja. So, you know, the grip strength and the and the being strong is one one aspect of ninja. The jumping and the, you know, the parkour stuff of it is another. Yeah. But it's when someone can combine the two, that's when you've got to look out because, you know, you see all the climbers and, you know, don't get me wrong, they're really good. Um, but I just don't see him as a as a full athlete, uh, mm-hmm. like as the full package. Um, I haven't haven't seen one yet. They can prove me wrong, but uh, I haven't seen one yet. Um, I believe the us guys that train ninja specifically, which there's a lot of us. Yeah. Um, I think we're just a more all rounded um, athlete. I, I guess you could say. Yeah. And what does your training involve? So obviously there's a. Um, for anyone who hasn't been as well, Ninja Academy in Perth, you should definitely go check it out. It's, I think, the largest ninja course in Australia. So we're lucky to have that in our backyard. I believe so. I believe so. But there's runs and runs of obstacles. When you're doing a training session, are you focused on a specific one for that night or you're going through a few or you're just, you're, you know, working on grip strength or what are you tackling when you're going to a training session? Um, I don't really have a regimented plan. I sort of just go to the gym and see what takes my fancy while I'm there. Um, but a lot of it is I'll do a course run. Um, like I'll sort of make one up in between all the stages and just see what I want to train. If I'm training endurance, I'll do a lot of pumpy grip strength stuff. Um, if I'm training speed or what I'm training, depending on the night, I'll um, and see what others are doing because it's always fun with others. You don't, you know, push each other harder. Yeah. I think that's another thing that's great about you know, Ninja is just the community behind you. Um, so, yeah, I'd sort of just vary in what I do. Yeah, I did. I really loved that aspect that when you are down there, like plebs like myself, people like you, they're just willing to help you out and give you tips. And, and it's those little 1% tips that make you improve. And the thing I did love about Ninja is you can see your improvement. So, like, you know, you might be able to do an extra devil step or an extra, for people that don't know, it's like angled steps going up and um, or say, you know, the lache. So if people, or a salmon ladder, so you're lacheing up on bevels. Uh, I'm trying to describe it for the audio, <laughs> um, which I really like. So has it been a cool journey for you and have you seen, you know, a big improvement over the last year having really to train for the show? Um. I don't know. It's all happened pretty fast for me. I've only been training for about a year and a half and I've, I've done a lot in that time. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm still only 20 and I've, I've done a lot of things already in, in the sport of ninja um, that, you know, people can't dream of. So I'm, I'm very lucky for that. Um, but, you know, it's it's definitely been like you've got to take highs and lows. Like it hasn't been a cruisy road. Like it's still sort of, you know, training for ninjas a lot of physical but it's definitely I still think it's more mental training um to to do with ninja um does that just go from repeat practice like how do you train the mental aspect of it um it it's definitely hard I'm still trying to figure that out as well myself but it's you know the stuff like the show especially um is you sort of see it as the peak of the sport um and you know you get there and you get on the starting platform and all the lights are on and people are there and it's like you've got one shot at this like a little slip that that's mm. it you're done sort of thing it's not like you play soccer and you miss a goal <laughs> and then it resets you know like, oh yeah all good but ninjas sort of I can't compare it to any other sport it's you've got one shot one little slip you're done yeah. um so it's just training yourself to sort of just be in the moment 
um, I think I'm still trying to find that that road and sort of you know just know like after speaking to a lot of athletes veterans of the sport um, I think you know they've all been there they've all all done that um, and it's just sort of you got to take it in your swing and just keep going um, and you know people don't remember really what happened if you fell on this or that last yeah. year it's sort of if you if you make a good dent in it then give you best crack then that's all you can do because and absolutely and I think that's fantastic learning from other people um that's exactly what this podcast is all about as well so I hope people can get inspired and ninjas out there that are trying to make the show they can uh learn from you as well I wanted to ask so you step up to the platform what is going through your head in terms of okay it's an obstacle you've never seen before What's going on in there in terms of are you assessing what, you know, you're going to have to do or, um, yeah, what, what's... It's pretty much, so we know the course before we run it. It's not you get to the platform and it's like, have okay. a run at this. So we yep. do get to see it about an hour, hour or two before we start running. Um, so sort of in that time, you sort of, you know, a lot of planning and, and mental preparation to sort of run through in your head on, on your game plan. Yep. Um, it doesn't always stick to the game plan when you're out there, but um, you can you can only try. Is that um, because you of fatigue or no? Nah, like f- for me personally, it's I'm, I've always wanted to go fast, um, so it's just sort of take you know I'll start on the platform and I'll, I'll be thinking in my head I'm like I'm just gonna cruise through it. I'm gonna just take it nice and easy, get through everything, and that's it. But then you get on the platform and all your adrenaline's pumping. People are watching and you're like, yeah, I can do Screw it. Screw that. It. And, it, and that goes out the window. So then, you know, you're, you're left with trying to go as fast as you can and, you right. know, faster you go, more prone to mistakes you are. But, you know, it works out sometimes and it works out doesn't work out others. So um, it's sort of trying to find that fine line between risk-reward, really. Um, it's just sort of, you know, getting through it is the main thing. But then if it comes down to speed, you sort of got to be up there as well. Yep. Um, so I think it's just... For me personally, it's finding that fine line between the two. Mm-hmm. And the, we touched on it before, that sort of community and camaraderie. Just in talking about the show, what is it like backstage? Is Because uh, I have been to an injury event before and everyone's chatting. It's not like a to compare it to, you know, say tennis. Everyone's in their own locker room or a boxer. They're in their own change rooms. There's no talking. Ninja, though, it seems very different. Yeah. Yeah, there's, um, you know, all the guys, I, I pretty much knew everyone before I got there. Um, and it, it's just great. Like, we just have a good time backstage and, you know, there's a, there's sort of having a good time but everyone's sort of still in their, in their game mode, sort of everyone's yeah. sort of focused on, on what's at hand. But um, Bit nervy. Yeah, but I think everyone, depending on the person, but a lot of them, they're just chilled. You know, it's just an average day. Yeah. Um, it's also three o'clock in the morning, but oh um, wow! But Why yeah, are they doing that? So I guess it needs to be dark. So um, they started oh. runs at like ten, but yeah, both my runs were at three thirty in the morning. Gee, so I mean that in itself. How are you preparing for that? I mean, do you sleep before? Um, are you eating? I don't. I don't sleep much anyway. Um, and if I don't sleep, it doesn't really affect me too much. So that's how I do it. A lot so of so many people, people are hearing are you right now and like <laughs> this guy. How? <laughs> Does he not sleep? Sorry. So, yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I think people deal with it differently. A lot of people were sleeping in, in the green room backstage. Okay. Um, and they just get woke up when their run is and then they're out there sort of thing. Wow. Um, so, 
it um it's definitely not what you what you see on the telly, but um yeah, a lot goes goes on behind the scenes that isn't shown. Um, all good though, <laughs> no, nothing bad. So, how long is a filming day? Um, or a night? It's sorry, pretty long. Um, so we normally got to well, like for us, um, this season we got to set at about four o'clock, three thirty, four o'clock, and then the last run was at about four four thirty. Next morning, yeah. So PM to AM, wow. That's in, yeah. I mean, as you say, it's not what we see. And mm. in terms of the competitions as well, is I mean, it's still sort of in Australia a bit more amateur than in America. But can you make a living off it? Are you sort of able to make money off appearances or of comps? I think you definitely can. You know, um, it, it is definitely possible. Um, I don't think it's at the stage yet. For Australia, for someone to be a full-time ninja. Yep. In America, though, you you speak to any of the top guys, that is their job. Wow. They train and they go around. Mind you, like backyard comps over there, just someone built a course in their backyard that the first prize is a Porsche. Get so out. It's what are these people – and I'm asking, like, what do these people do for a living that they can provide a Porsche? But they are ninjas. Correct. Wow. So, you know, I, I don't know what they're doing, but, you know <laughs> – Top spot, you know, Jake Murray um, just won and won the backyard comp over there, and he, he got a Porsche out of it. So did you compete in that? No, <sighs> could have won a Porsche. Cam. <laughs> not not some of the weapons over there, but um, yeah, like you know the the prize money there is is a lot bigger. Um, the prize money here is definitely not at the same level yet. Um, I think, but there is a lot of people over there, and that you know here you can sort of do the the coaching and. And all that that can sort of probably sustain you, but um, yeah, can it's possible, but I don't think just yet in Australia. So you have another, you're working obviously as well, and most of the other Australian ninjas have another job. Yeah, correct. Uh, yeah. yeah, so it's sort of just fitting in training around that. Yeah, I think keeping it as your hobby is important. Um, keeping it as a hobby, not a doing it for work, mm-hmm. um, is how my mind sort of works around it. Because I think once you start doing it for work, it's like you have to perform and it's just an added pressure yeah. onto, you know, if you're only competing for prize money to, to pay your rent, it's a bit different than just doing it because you love it and then, you know, the no one's going to say no to money but um, the money's an added extra is, is even better, I think. Yeah, no, that's a good point. What do you think has made the show so successful? The Australian or the... Just uh, as in a whole, like there's, su- there's been such a resurgence of ninja, it's just everywhere at the moment. I think... People love the the uncertainty of it. You know, um, a, a big name can go out really fast. Yeah. Um, someone that you didn't think can ever fall in the water, and the next minute you see them with a towel around them. It's it's. Um, I think it's just an uncertainty um, about about that, and it's. Um, you know, there's some odd characters that they're out there characters most most of the ninjas, um, and that they just do cool stuff. It's it's pretty much all it is. Like you scroll through my Instagram, it's full of ninja stuff, and it's just people doing cool stuff. So I think people just like watching cool stuff. Yeah, um, they are a special breed, aren't they? There's so many personalities, and I think yeah, you're right. That's it. Also makes it so exciting as well. Mm. So are you training before work, after work? After work mainly. Yep. Um, that must be hard though as well. Long day after work, and then having to crash it on the course. Yeah, but it's sort of same thing. Sort of you you turn it. Turn your energy different when it's your hobby and something you're yeah. passionate about. Um, you definitely 
can push harder and for longer than if you're enjoying what you're doing. Yeah. If, if they said work for 14 hours a day, I'd tell them to stop it. But um, if, if they said train, I, I'd be fine sort of thing. So it's, it's just want, you know, need, want sort of thing. But with that as well, because um, I've done Ninja and I, w- I actually worked there, bit of a fun fact for everyone listening. <laughs> and we used to always have to tell everyone, your hands are going to get fatigued. Just rest because they will blister. So you mentioned going for 14 hours, but are your hands like calloused or do you sort of go and then have a breather to let them settle down? Um, no, nah, it, it takes a bit to condition them. Um, you know, they get pretty sore at the start and while they're all soft and stuff, my hands were always pretty hard. I'm a mechanic, so it's it's not too bad. Yeah. Um, but once they sort of start to condition and they callous up and you're normally pretty right, uh, unless there's big rips that come off and, and they're sore. That's when you just sit in the shower floor and cry. That Yeah, they are. So if everyone can imagine just raw skin just and then people having to hold on to bars to keep going. Are you one of those uh, razor picking off the... I sand mine. I sand mine down with sandpaper. So what we're talking about here is when you get, say, a callus. Yeah, so on your hands, like you sort of get them. I get them there. Just there, under there, the finger and, line, yeah. On my fingertips as well sometimes. Um, and I'll get one in the middle of my hand, I'm not sure how. Um, but, yeah, sort of keep them low by sanding them. And, and what does that do? Just, you know, if, if there's a lot of, I guess it's just dead skin there, um, it pinches and that's when it starts to rip. So it's the smallest it you can keep them, yeah, yep. you, it's, you're normally pretty safe. So you're just sandpapering in the shower or? No, no, just, just at work, <laughs> just sort of stop and give them a sand and. They're sort of right. I always have sandpaper in my gym bag, so. Nice. What's probably the worst? Have you had any injuries? I was going to say, what was the worst blowout um, you've ever had? I didn't think of. I've torn my shoulder. Um, through Ninja? Or that, yeah, through Ninja. Okay. Um, but that wasn't too bad. Um, didn't stop me too much. Yeah. Um, haven't touched wood. I haven't really had that, that many injur- injuries. You sort of get niggles here and there as normal, but. I haven't really had any any big injuries as yep. of yet. Yep. That's handy. Yeah. So what's coming up? I mean, we've got the Australian show airing. Have you got anything coming up later this year we can look forward to? Um, there, there's a bit in the works. Okay. Um, yeah. I, I can't say at all. Okay. Um, but, yeah, there's, there's going to be some comps coming up. Um, there's some big comps overseas that I want to go do. Um, there's a lot that I haven't done that I want to tick off. Um, so there's... What is there? I don't. I don't actually know. I'll need a busy guy write them down. But um, yeah, there's a, there's a few that I want to go compete in, and um, yeah. But the Aussie show is sort of the the main focus at the moment. Yeah, without giving too much away because I know you can't. But does anybody get to Mount Midoriyama? Can we expect a change this um, season? Or you're not allowed to say. I don't think I'm allowed to say. Okay. Um, but there will be a winner. Oh, right. Something to look forward to. Okay, because last year there, there hasn't been one yet. So it's sort of everyone's sort of thinking, can this be done? Is this achievable? Yeah. So, all right. Stay yep, tuned, there, guys. There will be a winner. So have a look on Channel 9, I think it is. Yeah, <laughs> Channel 9. We'll plug them. Channel 9, Australian Ninja Warrior, airing Monday, July 8th. Cam, thanks so much for joining us. No worries. We can't wait to see you on the screen and good luck for the rest of the year. Cheers. Thanks for having us.
See you guys. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed that episode of Teach Me in 20. If you did, and if you even just learned one thing, make sure you subscribe so each week you can learn something new with me. Bye.